Hey, hey, it's Carrington with K&K's Indie Gaming Corner. And today is a real treat because uh, I've got Kyle with me. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> Not that much. How are you, Kyle? Doing good. Excited for uh, our discussion today with with uh, this fine fellow right here. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Today, we have a special guest with us. Um, he... For those that listen, uh, we just recently reviewed a game called Silt, and we have the one and only Tom from Spiral Circus Games with us today. Tom, how are you today? I'm good, thanks. Yeah, good. great. Nice, nice to meet you today. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so, just going to get right into it, Tom. We, Kyle and I both played Silt recently, and we absolutely love the game, and... The art direction in in particular is something that jumped out to us, and I I, I have to ask. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded us almost of a Tim Burton film, like a Nightmare Before Christmas, like the art style. Was that like something that um, that you are a fan of? Is that something that you kind of drew inspiration from? For Silk? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't say that I drew inspiration directly for Silk from. Sure. Tim Burton, but I have always been inspired by, and I have to get this right, early Tim Burton. Yes, yes. Mm. There was a certain point that he went downhill, but like his 90s kind of golden era, like, yeah, like, I said, like Nightmare Before Christmas, Sleepy Hollow, Vincent, his grad film is one of my favorites. And yeah, yeah, massive influence, definitely. Okay. Shame he didn't continue in that vein. I I agree. That gothic era that he had, he just kind of he's done different things, but you know that gothic era, like Edward Scissorhands and such, like absolutely like top notch uh, Tim Burton stuff. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay, yeah. we. I just had to ask just because uh, that art style <laughs> was just so cool. System. I had to get I had to get it out. <laughs> yeah, either Tim Burton or Edward Corey. Like those are the two uh, references that I hear a lot of, which is fine. Like. Both of those two. I don't know if you know Edward Gorey, but he's he kind of inspired Tim Burton in the first place. Gotcha. Yeah, he's absolutely an amazing illustrator if you haven't seen his work. I'll have to definitely like look into it then because I'm not familiar Same. with his work. Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah he's a, bit, a little bit less known. I mean, he's definitely less known than Tim Burton. Um, but yeah, check him out. <laughs> Will do. Will do. Thank you. So you are also the co-founder um, of of Spiral Circus itself. Could you talk about like how you um, got interested in wanting to make games and and the, like kind of like the start of Spiral Circus? Let's talk about you, Tom. How, how did Spiral Circus get started? Uh, good question. Um, basically, <laughs> I I studied animation like many many years ago, and I um, as part of my course, uh, at the end of our course, we had to do a grad film and. I directed that grad film and all of it was in my art style and it was just like the best feeling to have like a team of people like drawing in my art style and since and that was like 12 13 years ago now and uh since then i i couldn't really like find my fit in the animation industry like it didn't really like my style didn't really work in like the commercial side of, of 2d animation but I always really wanted to like have my characters animated again. Mm-hmm. So I started like getting into fine art and illustration instead for about, so for about 10 or 11 years, I was like solidly doing that. Like that was my living for a long, a long time. But I always had that kind of itch about like wanting to 
to see my characters move again. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, it was just like completely fortuitous that I, I ended up meeting my co-founder, uh, Dom, at a party. And he was looking for, he, he was really into, he was wanting to make games and really wanted to find someone to uh, draw them. And I wanted to have my characters animated. So we literally kind of met at the perfect time. And we were like, ah, oh, mm-hmm. you want to like do something together? And it actually worked. Because everyone has those conversations at parties and, mm-hmm. you know, everyone does that. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Like in the morning you go, yeah, that, that's going to, that's never going to happen. But, you know, the next day we went for a meeting in Bristol and, and it really just started from there. Because I, I actually showed him like a bunch of paintings that I was doing at the time completely randomly um they were like watercolor paintings of um like big like ocean abysses which were all kind of based on my my fear of uh, of the deep sea and i showed him those and um one of them was called silk and that sparked <laughs> the entire project <laughs> so yeah that is literally how it all started <laughs> Sounds like uh, the stars aligned at the perfect time for you to, you know, be yeah. able to meet the party there. Then it, it take off from there. Yeah. Um, it, and looking at Silt itself, uh, it is such a unique art style. Obviously, coming from you as an artist, it's it. When I saw your artwork on Instagram and, and looked at your website, it literally it looks like, um, it it looks like it's just you took your artwork. And just made it from print and brought it to life. Um, I, I guess if you look at other video games and other styles of video games, you can say, "Oh, well, that guy has his touch in it." And yeah, you can see characteristics of his art, but it looks like your artwork has been stamped into the game itself with the characters, with with especially like um, a lot of the statues in the game, and even the the, mon- the monsters. And they've all got this eerie, uh, dark look to it that is just beautiful in its own way. So. Thank you for you for, for you. No, no, you're welcome. Thank you uh, for the work that, that you've put into it for you as an artist. What was a challenge for you um, taking your artwork and making it into a game? Um, I think it was more a challenge for my, my founder because he's the programmer and technical director. So he had to like basically work out a way of like keeping my art as my art, um, but mm-hmm. make making it feasible for the project to actually happen. So there was a lot of like things that I had to do to like facilitate that and make sure that like I wasn't making his life a nightmare uh, just to like keep my drawings as they are. And it, so we had a, we had a balance. There was a few things like, you know, I, I don't know if you saw from my other past work, but like I like to crosshatch a lot mm-hmm. and crosshatching was like uh, pretty much my, my thing for, for a long time. And that was the first thing that we tried to get into the game in theory, as in just mm-hmm. draw like the backgrounds and everything like completely crosshatched. Mm-hmm. It just didn't work like for this type of medium, like to a point it did, but the the kind of detail that I went into beforehand, it, it just didn't translate well for games. So we had to cut that down a little bit and that, and things like that are, are kind of what we had to, we had to cut back on just to kind of keep it like, you know, make sure the project actually happened. Um, right. Because, you know, otherwise it would have cross-hatched an entire game for the next 10 years. And <laughs> my life ever come out. So, that was, yeah, there was definitely some compromise. But I'm really pleased with how the, the style ended up. In, in the end, it, like, it became 
like a kind of fusion of the two of like the technical aspects and like what I previously did it kind of married the two together and I actually prefer it to my to my old work now so yeah. <laughs> it, it yeah. is how I paint which is a nice cool. feeling yeah, I, I can for, for one say that I'm glad that it didn't take ten years to make the game. Yeah, because <laughs> because I feel like it was the game that we needed this year, and and yeah, it was it's a beautiful game. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate that. Now, with Silts being uh, Spiral Circus's first game, what was there anything that you learned about during the, the making of of Silts that you know you had no idea um, going into this? Like, oh, I didn't know this. It would take. Excuse me. It would be like this making a game, basically. What were, what were some of the challenges uh, being at your first project? Uh, yeah, there, there was a lot of challenges. There, there was always bound to be a lot. I think with any project, you would, you're definitely going to have things to overcome. Uh, I mean, for the kind of immediate one for me was working with other people. Mm-hmm. And more than that, like being a director of you know, this project was a huge leap from from being on my own for from you know the best part of 15 years like mm-hmm. working on, on my own stuff so that was a huge thing and we were very lucky to have a small team of people that was so uh receptive and talented that it didn't really require a huge amount from us to direct them and manage them they, they all they, i mean there's only two of them mainly but they, they seem to be able to direct themselves very well and they understood the concept very well so we got very lucky with that. Um, but yeah, that was a huge learning curve for me. Translating my my ideas, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd never really had to do that before. Um, if anything, it's like I do my ideas for myself and then if someone doesn't like it, then that's that. Mm-hmm. But this, it was like you had to, I had to come up with the ideas, kind of pitch them to everyone else, see if those are feasible and doable within the time frame and all that, and then go from there. So there was a lot of like kind of steps to make it happen so that was huge for me the other thing was that i i'm just obsessed with tentacles and um <laughs> yeah, obviously it's an underwater games for me it was just like i wanted to do as many tentacles as possible and that's not easy um from a programming and animation side of things i never knew that that was like going to be a huge hurdle um so that yeah that's there was a point in the project where dom my co-founder was like yeah, no more tentacles. It's literally three per <laughs> creature. No more. So yeah, that was a big learning curve. But yeah, I could go on. There's obviously a lot of them. A sure. lot of things, and but that was a few of them. <laughs> at At what point did you realize that you wanted to do like an underwater base game with a scuba scuba diver? Like, what was the inspiration behind that? Mm. Uh, I mean, yeah, that, that came from the my early paintings, the watercolor mm-hmm. paintings that I was doing. Um, I I think I just I, I for a while I had two char- two main characters that I drew, one mm-hmm. of them being Foxman and the other being mm-hmm. being kind of a diving helmet kind of person or like characters with diving helmets on. Um, the other one is a gas mask character. Those are my kind of three stables that I've always drawn. Um, and yeah, this this the diving helmet character kind of obviously came into this landscape perfectly and kind of fit in well. So. That's that's why that happened, um, and I love the aesthetic. There wasn't really like much more decision that went into it apart from like a pure aesthetic choice. That I love that kind of look. I did almost like go the um, kind of old school, like walking on the on the 
kind of uh, seabed type mm-hmm. route. But that, yeah, that, that might be for like game six instead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. So Silt, uh, one of the reasons, because we love games that have this kind of um, almost interpretation to it like you, it's up to the player to decide like a, a lot a lot uh, that's happening in the game the story because a lot of it there's no like spoken dialogue or really much to it which which is what we really enjoy um with mm-hmm. other games such as like inside or something like that is it possible that we could see um more in this universe uh from you guys or are you guys just kind of m- gonna move on to other projects after this um to not, I won't say specifics, but I would definitely sure. say, I would definitely say that the way that I draw everything is is within a certain world. Sure. So, mm. I I think yeah, you'll be seeing more. Okay. Like, yeah. I yes. I think it's not gonna you know there's not gonna be a moment where I suddenly start drawing in color and doing like <laughs> yeah rainbows. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's not a huge leap in that. That's for certain. Um. I think kind of following it. Oh, go ahead, Carrington. I was going to say real quick because uh, now that you say that, uh, what 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 is it about that ink style and monochrome style that you like so much? Mm. Um, question. I I've always been a massive fan of comics. I've always like grown up with like 2000 AD, and I'm a huge like Junji Ito fan. Um, if you know him, the Japanese horror like manga illustrator. Um, bunch of inspirations from the past really have like kept me like in in that world. Um, I, I just love the look of it, and I don't know. I I I think there was a point like about ten years ago where I just or a few years ago where I just I just stopped like doing anything happy and drawing anything with any form of color or anything, and it just became monochrome from that point onwards. So it's really just how I draw, and I just I just love working with lighting. Um, lighting is like one of my main passions with drawing, like creating strong like contrast in, in things. So, and I think that works best with, with monochrome. I personally think that. Mm-hmm. So, oh, so, yeah. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Kind of touching back on Carrington's previous question about um, seeing future characters uh, in, in more games that you guys create. Um, what was something, I guess, what is something that you've taken from Silt um, while taking the time to create it and uh, things that you've learned from that you're going to be able to apply to the next game that you create? Uh, As it being your first, you know, your guys' first game that you've made. Yeah, I think I think a lot of it's down to process. I think, mm-hmm. like, you know, both of us didn't have experience you know, Dom was a scientist, I was a fine artist. It, it it really was such a huge learning curve that we obviously had to to work out like uh, a lot of these processes from scratch. So next time we'll be going into that with our prior knowledge. So I think it will be a lot quicker to apply that, which is good. So I think in, mm-hmm. in, in a sense, we'll end up being able to, to push our ideas further because of that. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, never-ending list. Like, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I can't even imagine. Yeah, I mean, games are hard. Who, who knew? Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Especially with just, you know, the two of you backing Spiral Circus. And I, I can't imagine the weight that was on your shoulders creating this project and actually seeing it come through. Yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, a lot of credit has to go to Dom uh, for that because he, he was the kind of driving force behind, like, getting a lot of this done in time and, you know, having it actually technically work. And, you know, he was kind of the end of the funnel, like, as mm. uh, I was the start of the final. I gave him like all these crazy ideas and then just like, you know, prayed that they worked. And so mm -hmm. a lot of it, yeah, a lot of credit has to go to him to, for like, yeah, getting it all like, you know, getting a game done really. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there, there's, you know, an artist in the final process of, a, of making a game doesn't really have a huge amount of say. So there was a point where it just had to be like, I had to just hold my hands up and be like, <laughs> just <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> I yeah. Hope it goes well. <laughs> Which was a weird yeah. feeling. I'm very I am very hands-on with these things. So but yeah, so that was another learning curve really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So another question that I feel like I have to ask as well, you know, seeing your 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 project going from your artwork to now players can actually play. Um What's it like seeing the reception? Because I've seen nothing but great things about Silt, uh, either from um, indie publications or even bigger uh, publications like Game Informer and such. What's it like to have such high praise for your first project? Um, yeah, I, overwhelming. Like, it's been incredible for us to, I mean, to, yeah, I mean, I've never had this, not, none of us have ever had this before. So it's very, mm -hmm. very, very, very weird to have like this level of response. Like, you know, when, once launch happened, we knew that uh, we were going to get a lot of reviews in, but we just got flooded with them like, on, mm -hmm. on the first day. And it's a very strange feeling reading, like, you know, hundreds of different opinions about what you've been spending your time on for the past, like, couple of years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so, yeah, it, it took a lot of time to process. And, yeah, that's all experience, really. I'm sure, like, next time... When this happens, I'll be more aware of how to like compartmentalize all of this kind of stuff. Sure, mm. sure. But yeah, an intense feeling, but yeah, very, very positive in the end. So yeah, we're very happy. Good, but, great. You know, I just had to ask because just because how I don't know having a project like this because uh, it's not being an indie title, an indie game. You know, you. Mm -hmm. I tend to think that the bigger publications don't tend to pay attention to them as well, which is why we like talking to people and, and reviewing mm -hmm. them. But to see such high praise from everywhere, I'm like, I got to ask, because we haven't had very many guests that have been gotten such high praise before. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. Thank you. Are you guys currently working on another project? Or are you soaking in uh, what the, the release of Silt and, you know, the um the praise from silt right now or do you have uh, you know other stuff in the pro in the in the books for a project you said you had three characters and i'm i'm, I'm interested so without you know not going too far into, into you know spoiler territory or whatever yeah, yeah no, i i i would never you know nothing nothing concrete but i would say that my mind is always like churning ideas around and <laughs> you know I, i'm now just like painting for my own passion and mm -hmm. That's exactly how Silk started. So I'm I'm hoping there'll be a point where I just come across a painting that is, you know, evokes the the right theming and and uh, setting and all that for the next project. So 
How is it? And so, <laughs> where, where, yeah. Were you, so you got, did you guys start working on Soul back in, you said 2018? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we okay. were, um, I was actually working in film as a set painter. Um, so I was only working part time. I was just having to like do that, then go to my studio and paint for as long as I could deal with. And uh, okay. Don was a research scientist, so he was full time on that. And then doing the same thing like in his spare time. And that really happened for two years, like before we got fully funded. So, um, so yeah, we, we started the project in 2018, but it was like official uh, in yeah late 2019, like early 2020, more or less. Okay. I was curious as, as far as you um, saying you're, you're back to drawing pe- for pa- out of passion, not out of, mm-hmm. out of work. How was that feeling for you? And, and is that something that you were able to do while creating Silt or was your time into your artwork solely devoted to, to Silt itself? Um, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, everything now is just like a passion project. So, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, I, I previously it was, it was definitely, I was trying to like juggle a few things and now I feel like I've got a little more like free time to be able to like really like think of, you know, ideas and like gestate those ideas properly, which is a lovely feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a very strange feeling. It, I, I, can't, I keep feeling that I need to like, do something else but i i you know I, I can just paint at the moment which is a lovely <laughs> lovely lucky feeling but, yeah. yeah probably like a, a nice weight off your shoulders or you can just take a nice big breath and just work at your own leisure yeah yeah i i, I usually work really big as well and i haven't been able to do that for many many years so at the moment it's just like you know getting back into things like that like doing big drills mm. and like trying to like just kind of break the mold a little bit and do something different, which is a nice feeling. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. And I, I actually meant to ask this earlier because you said you were, you were really into comic books. Uh, we have a couple of friends that do a co- comic book podcast. So are there any comic books you're reading right now or any that people should be aware of? Because I just started getting into them myself, just started. But uh, maybe you can recommend some to me as well. Sure, sure. I mean, I, I, I was more into comic books when I was younger, and now I've got like I've had a bit of a resurgence with it, which is a lovely feeling. I've been reading um, what's it called the uh, the Inkle. The um, okay. Yeah, it's uh, by Jodorowsky. I think I might be wrong about that, but anyway, yeah, it's it's called the Inkle, and it's it's illustrated by Mobius, who you might have heard of, mm. an incredible illustrator. Um. And yeah, things like that, absolutely amazing. I'm actually, I'm actually rereading. Um, I always forget the name of it, the John G. Ito book, uh, Spiral uh, U- Uzumaki, I think it's called Uzumaki. Um, maybe I'm saying that wrong, but yeah, a bunch of things. I'm actually quite nostalgic with my tastes and, and like rereading a lot of the older stuff that I loved yeah. in the past. But there's a lot of like 2000 ADs just like scattered around our house um, that I love picking up. Um, yeah. Okay. Very nice. I was just, I was just curious. I, I, like I said, I, I just started getting into comics myself. Um, Mm. and I, I was recommended something that is killing the children and I just absolutely love it. Like I just need more stuff like that. And so I will definitely look out for like the inkle and and stuff. like that. So, yeah, there's a bunch of, uh, I think that's a series. There's loads of like, uh, 
comics in that kind of vein. So yeah, okay. it's good stuff. Really, awesome. really good. Stuff. Thank and you. Black, I just looked up there and that was Black Hole. Black Hole. Black okay. Hole. Yeah, that's really really good. Like very very dark. <laughs> I don't okay. really like really. Sci-fi or very dark is my choice. Okay. (laughs) Is there any advice that you would have for any aspiring artists that want to dip their feet into the world of video games? Ah, so we did a career festival the other day and we were talking about this. Um, So yeah, hundred percent. I, my advice was for people to, um, to like, uh, draw in their own style, but try and be as, if they're artists, like try and be as unique as you possibly can. Like do your own work, mm-hmm. like as in you know it's it's lovely to be able to draw like Disney, and I'm sure like people that can will get glittering careers like working for bigger companies, and that's fine, hundred percent. Um, but working for yourself and doing your own style is like second to none. I've done both, and I would definitely choose this than regular style. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I was going to say it's um, your style in particular drew me to your game. So uh, obviously I'm sure you had your own inspirations, but your style is unique. Whereas uh, that, that is solid advice. Thanks. Man. Thanks very much. I mean, I'm <laughs> saying, you know, I'm also saying that people can like find their style as well. And that is, that is hard. Everyone has to have that moment where they don't know how they, you know, what they want to convey and what they want to draw. I had that. Mm-hmm. Everyone has that. Um, but once you find it, just run with it because it, it feels lovely. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. That's solid advice. Solid advice. Thanks. <laughs> And I think that's really all we have, Tom, for today. Um, Thank you for joining us. And we absolutely love Silt. Um, So thank you for that creation of it. And and also just we look forward to your next project, whatever it may be. Yeah, yeah. Stay in touch. I mean, yeah, like Game Circus on Twitter is is pretty much where everything comes uh, first, more or less. So, yeah, that all the Spiral Circus Games website, just check us out. And, yeah, Stick with us, and there'll be a project, another big, dark, weird project coming at some point. <laughs> we look definitely look forward to Excellent. it because that sounds incredible. Yeah. Lovely. Thank you, Tom. Cheers, Kyle. Cheers, Karen. It's really nice to meet you guys. Nice to meet you as nice well. Nice to meet you too. Cool. Uh, yeah. we, we can-